It's time for another Invest Well show with Michael Wall. Obviously, I'm your host and joined, for the most part, when he's not out in the golf course, <laughs> by Mr. Randy Cook. That's Hello. right, they call him Randy Cook. There, there he is. There he is. There I am. He's such a good guy, always in studio. Appreciate that, Randy. And we got a lot of talk, uh, a lot of things to talk about today that on this show that I think people are going to uh, want to be tuned into, in particular to the markets as well as the Fed. You know, there's a lot of conversation with Trump, what's going on there. And uh, hey, you know, the Fed chair is good, the Fed chair is bad. We're not sure if I like him, going to demote him, going to, you know, whatever. There's a lot of articles out there in in media, Randy, that that can cause the heads of people to spin a little bit too and say, you know, is the Dow going to be at thirty five, fifty thousand in the next two days, or is it going to be <laughs> at zero? You know, so what in the world is going on? You know, you can't press the gas pedal and the brake pedal at the same time and actually go anywhere. I have my financial whiplash collar on. It's just yeah. <laughs> a little nuts right now, Michael. It is a little bit nuts. It's 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 a it's a lot nuts, unfortunately. Yeah. So those of you uh, that are new to the show, we want to welcome you in. If you've listened to us for a little while now, uh, appreciate your listenership. By the way, if you have not taken a moment to rate the show, go ahead and wherever you listen to this, whether it's iTunes or you know SoundCloud, Stitcher, whatever, go and uh, give us your five-star rating and your thoughts. Hey, love the show. Enjoyed this conversation about XYZ. And as always, we want to give a little shout out to our sponsors of the show, which is Wall Companies. And that is Wall Private Wealth, Wall Wealth Management, and Wall Lehman, all companies designed to help families protect, grow, and reduce taxes on their wealth. So after you listen to the show, if you want a little bit more direct information specific to your situation, go to Lean on the Wall, just as it sounds, leanonthewall.com, and you can reach out to our team there and learn more about what you can find. Plus, there's a lot of education, a lot of things on there to help you gain more knowledge. But the Fed... Has been a big part of conversation, Randy, lately. So they decide not to touch the interest rate. And mm-hmm. some people will say, oh, that was all baked into the market. But market seems to love that kind of information. But then on the other hand, they said that they are hinting toward a rate cut. And that gave me the whiplash, Michael, because the yeah. Fed raises the rate when they're trying, when they're saying that they're confident about the economy. They lower the rate when they want to stimulate the economy. Mm-hmm. Well, everything right now, we got low uh, pro- problems. We don't have problems with unemployment right now. Right, right. We've got a great GDP. We've got all these reports coming back. Everything seems to be going good. You got the China thing going on there, but that seems to be getting resolved. Everything seems to be going along really good with the economy. Why would they want to cut rates to stimulate the economy? It seems to me like they know something we don't know, and that makes me a little bothered. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, you have to remember that a lot of this, unfortunately, uh, we've moved into a headline-driven society kind of a cliff notes headline driven society something quick to get people's attention so that they they stay doubt in and they are like oh my goodness it's gonna be you know whatever great or bad or whatever okay so politically driven headline driven situation and you know at the end of the day one of the things that we know is you know one of the jobs of the federal reserve is to monitor interest rates and to make sure that they monitor the quantitative tightening and easing based on what's needed for the overall economy and you know, when you take a look at interest rates being reduced or dropped again, that was mentioned, but a lot of people haven't read a little bit deeper. A lot of the conversation is is that there's potentially an interest rates cut that could happen, but they're, they're talking about 2020. They're not talking about 2019. Mm-hmm. Now, that could change. That conversation would, could change and it could back, come back to 2019. But at the end of the day, you know, one of the things that we know when you talk about strength of the economy, strength of the U.S. economy, 
we are at you know at unemployment all time lows. We are at uh, good GDP numbers in relation to where they were before. And you know, there's a lot of commentary out there that, quite honestly, a lot of the GDP numbers that we're looking at are estimates in a lot of ways. Even when they get them from certain things, they can't truly quantify you. And when you really get down to the details of it all, they really can't pinpoint exactly where the GDP is. I mean, they're still evaluating what GDP numbers were a couple of years ago to determine whether or not they're authentic and real, right? So there, there's just too many moving parts to really say what is happening overall with that. But what we do know is there is a sentiment of bullishness in the private sector, which is a good thing. I mean, obviously, that's the economic engine for the country. And what can be challenging in this space, because really what we want to dial this into, uh, Randy, is to investors, when you're in a situation where you make a decision of should I stay or should I go, where should I invest or where should I not, you know, it can be really challenging, as you mentioned, because you got that financial whiplash. And that's uh, that's a good thing why you got the you got the collar on because these articles can drive you nuts. Well, the headline, I, I, I chose two headlines here, and they came in one day apart, both mm-hmm. in Yahoo Finance. A lot of people mm-hmm. go there for their headlines. Number one headline, why the Dow Jones Industrial Average 30,000 may come very soon. Headline number two, it's too late to be bullish. Record stock run is drawing warriors. So two <laughs> diametrically opposed headlines there. And so when you look at that, if that's your data, Michael, if that's yeah. your data, how do you move forward? And can you be prepared for both of those headlines? I mean, how well, do you do it? Well, you can be prepared for both in the investment space, but it certainly makes it challenging for investors in general. You know, it's like going to a steak restaurant, right? And uh, being in a situation where, you know, Chicago cut or you go to somewhere down here, Palm Beach, you know, grill or whatever it is. And you're, you're in a place where you um, you order your steak, you get your filet and you're like, OK, or New York strip or whatever you like. And you're like, OK, I'd like to get this medium. I always order my steaks medium. I don't know about you, Randy, but yeah. I like it medium. A little pink. Right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A little bit, a little pink in the center. Yep. And they come back and they say, OK, uh, the medium, sir, is going to be cooked with uh, just a little bit of pink. If that's okay with you, I'm like, yeah, it's fine with me. And then, okay, okay, they leave. And then I have another uh, waiter or waitress that comes back to the table, you know, a minute later and says, okay, I noticed that you ordered the filet medium. Uh, I just want to let you know that that filet medium is going to be all red all throughout and not cooked at all. <laughs> I'm like, uh, well, wait a minute. The, the, the waiter just before told me it was going to be just a little bit pink in the middle. Uh-huh. And now you're telling me it's all red all throughout, not cooked at all. Oh, yeah. Well, that's, we cook it both ways. Uh, well, which one is it? Well, it's, it's, that's the medium. That's the way it is. Yeah. It's I'm like, what? It's a, I mean, it's a differing confu- opinion, right? Yeah, on, differing opinion. So yeah. it's, and, and again, as you said, you know, this is Yahoo Finance that we're talking about here. It could be Market Watch, could be anybody. These are CNBC, you know, Fox Business, whatever. These are news sources that what they're trying to do, it's almost like if you look at the political side of the aisle, right? So when a Republican is out there going to get votes, he's trying to appease, obviously, to his base and their voters, right? But he also, and she also wants to reach over the aisle and get some folks on the other side of the aisle that are Democrats or, you know, independents, whatever, that are going to come over and vote for them in addition, Right. They want to reach on both sides. So they're going to kind of talk to both both parties. Hey, yeah, we'll do this for you, too. But then we'll over here. We'll also do this for you also because they're trying to get votes. Right. Mm -hmm. And same way with Democrats, by the way, they're trying to appease their base and then move over to Republicans and say, hey, we need to, you know, et cetera. Same type of deal. You know, when it comes to publications or print or media of any type, well, they're trying to appease or connect with as much of the general public as possible. 
Because the more eyeballs that they get, the more uh, viewers that they get, the more opportunity that they have to charge more for marketing and, and people that want to market on their page, right? Advertisers. That's really the name of the game. So if you look at it from that perspective, you realize that. But what that means is, is it means that you can really take little credibility, and that's probably not even the correct English. Uh, you know, I was an English major, Randy, and, and uh, never, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but you can, you can take little credibility. I'm using a language. You can take little credibility in, you know, these articles because they're, they're both sides of the aisle. So from a practical perspective, the investor absolutely has to step back and has to kind of press pause. You know, I did a show on the Michael Wall Show, which is another show that I have, motivational show, and, and interviewing guests and business owners and all kind of different folks, interesting stories. By the way, if you've never listened to that, go to Michael Wall Show, just search that on your favorite podcast app. And I talked about the idea of pressing pause and saying no, right? The importance of that so you make good decisions. And Randy, you've You've heard that show and you know what that's about. Mm-hmm. That's important in relation to your investments because we have to be in a place where we step back and say, okay, there's a lot of noise out there. Your question originally, Randy, is what can investors do? Is there a way to navigate this? And the answer is there is. What they have to do is they got to step back and they're going to evaluate first and foremost their goals. You know, it's surprising to me, Randy, how many people uh, just do things because it's the way they've always done it. I mean, think about it. When you go to when you come to the studio every day, do you drive the same route every single day? Pretty much. Yeah. Why is that? It's just habit. You, and you park in the same spot. We go to the the boardroom on Monday morning. I sit in the same chair. It's it's ridiculous, really. Right. So you're like, uh, okay, this is uh, if somebody else sits in your chair. You're like, uh, that's my chair. Exactly. Yeah. You're like, uh, no, it's not your chair. It's not your assigned seat. No, that is, no, it's my chair. Haven't you seen me sitting there every single week for the last two years? Uh-huh. That's my chair. No, it's not. Right? So we are creatures of habit, okay? And that's a normal thing. And that's why the, the thought often is, is if you want to get in your effective zone, you got to get outside of your comfort zone. Well, when you get outside of your comfort zone, you think a little bit differently. These media outlets are trying to get consumers, investors into a place where they get comfortable with their media. It's like, hey, if you like if you like your steak medium, great. We, we got that for you. If you like your steak raw, we got that for you. If you like sushi, oh, we got that too. You like Mexican? Oh, we serve that also. You know, if you go to a restaurant that says they specialize in steak, Mexican, sushi, you know, McDonald's type food, you know, whatever it is, Asian, all, all this kind of different thing. If you go to a restaurant that says their specialty is everything, you just can't be a jack of all trade and master of all trades at the same time. The old statement, you, you, you're a jack of all trades and typically master of none. So you got to really focus in on what you need to do. And so that's why the initial step for investors is, is you got to step back from all the noise and ask yourself, what are my goals? Right? What are my goals? What am I trying to achieve? What am I trying to do with my investment? What am I trying to do with my money? And that's the first question that you really need to have. If you're younger and you're growing your wealth, you need to ask that question to yourself. What are my goals with these investments? Where do I want this to go? Maybe a better option for you if you're younger and you're entrepreneurial and you want to build a business, maybe your thought initially is, okay, I want to familiarize myself with investments and markets and things that are going on out there. But maybe the best investment for you right now is actually investing in yourself. 
investing back into your own business, investing back into your own company instead of into the stock market or into other investments in general that might be off market alternatives and other things like that. Okay. If you're older and you already have portfolio, you already have wealth, you know, you already have a level of investments and most of the families that we work with have that, you know, our minimum's a million, our private wealth. And now this is on the investment company sides. Our, our private wealth is 25. Our minimum is a million, as I mentioned, private wealth is 25 million. And we have a pro athlete division. So they're coming in and they have a level of wealth already. And now their goal is to say, how do I navigate the noise and put myself in a situation where, you know, I can do things a little bit differently. And one of the ways to start is to start and say, what are my goals? And if you're younger and you want to make a lot of money, then obviously you want to, you got to have the goals. You, you, the goal is to grow. So you're going to have one type of structure. If you're older and you have a fair amount of wealth, now you're in a situation where your number one goal should be to protect what I have first. Secondly, grow my money reasonably over time. And thirdly, to reduce my taxes as well as increasing legacy planning, you know, reduce from lawsuit risk, all these other things, but that type of structure. And when you think about what your goals are, then then that overflows directly to your investments. And then what happens, Randy, is this noise about the Fed and interest rates and markets and portfolio and all of these different things become less important with actually how you invest your money. What becomes more important is trying to look at investments and structures that give you the ability to actually come off market, come off the yo-yo, and be in a place where you can actually reduce your risk and be in a place where you can still achieve the goals that I mentioned earlier, which is protect, grow, and reduce taxes. All very important, all things that we need to be doing. You know, as you were talking there, Michael, I was looking up one of my favorite quotes, and I wanted to make sure I got it correct. It says... I cannot give you the formula for success, but I can give you the formula for failure, which is trying to please everybody. So yeah. you think about that and all those headlines that are out there trying to appeal to this side and that side and politicians doing the same thing. Yeah, I think you're right. You got to find out where you are and find out your course and not necessarily their course. Well, it's, it's, it's like baking a cake or anything else. You know, you take a little bit of this, you take a little bit of that, you take a little bit of this, you get all the right ingredients, you mix it together, and it, and it comes out with a creation that tastes good, right? If you just had those ingredients on their own, they're not going to be terrific, right? But you put them all together. It's the same way when you're looking at your investment portfolio. So it's a complicated thing, but the, the material point here that I'm trying to make is there is a lot of noise out there. You're going to continue to hear a lot of noise as you listen to media and news, but I'm going to challenge you to realize that all it is is noise because the point of the day changes every day, almost. You know, one day it's great, one day it's bad. One day it's good, one day it's bad. It's like, you know, it can't be both all the time. You can't have your cake and eat it too. So you got to step back from all of that noise and think about your goals. And if you need help with that, uh, then what you need to do is you need to get more education. You need to get more information. And that's why I'm going to challenge you. Go to leanonthewall.com. We've created that site, not just for folks that want to come and connect with us uh, and really get a more boutique approach in their own wealth, but also to get you know folks the opportunity like you as you're listening to this to get more information, to get more education, to think differently. Pick up a copy of my book, Retire Once, Retire Well. I wrote that as a simple, easy to read, 110 page. You can read it in a weekend 
make notes. There's places in there for you to make notes to help educate yourself and think differently about why you're investing the way you're investing. These are all important things so you can step away from the noise and think simply uh, of what's necessary when it comes to your retirement and your investment. So that's our show for today. Randy, any other additional thoughts you want to add, drop in? I just think that uh, you need to have a good filter, don't you, Michael? In a lot of different yeah. ways in life, you got to have a good filter. And I think financial news, you got to look at it through a filter. Yeah. Well, that's exactly right. I mean, if, if you're drinking water in a, in a country, there was a lot of, a lot of garbage out there, you got to have a good filter. <laughs> well, we live in a world where there's a lot of garbage out there media-wise, and you got to have a good filter. And that's one of the things that we want to try and provide for you on the show. I mean, you'll notice even talking about feds and interest rates and markets, we're not talking about, well, the Dow this and the Dow that and this company this and this company. Sure. Can we jump into all that? Absolutely. I did that for six years nationally, Randy. CNBC, Fox, Bloomberg did that. But one of the things that I found is, you know, for consumers really to walk away with things that matter, they need to have something simple that they can start with and apply today. And that's why I'm saying this entire show, the focus is to say, take all the noise, step back from it all, and the first thing that you got to evaluate really and write down, if you haven't written it down, is what are your goals? And then get more information and build out from there. So you got questions, go to leanonthewall.com. And as always, the goal of this show is to help you live on purpose so you can live with purpose. That is our mission and our MO with everything that we do in life. And share this show with someone that you know needs to hear this so they can get out of the noise, find some clarity, and actually make some good steps to make good decisions for their financial future. Thanks so much for tuning in. Talk to you next show. Michael Wall is an investment advisor representative of Wall Private Wealth, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Michael Wall is licensed in your state, please call 888-511-9255. Wall Private Wealth is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Michael Wall. NPN Insurance License Number 7330010.